But it's very hip to be on the internet right now. What, what do you is say that out anyway? It will replace the yellow pages as we know it today. With the A and then the ring around it? At? Katie said she thought it was about. I know 50% of my marketing is working, but I just don't know which 50%. Welcome back to Market Like Emma, your one-stop shop for B2B marketing expertise. We're excited to have Lori Stutzman with us today to talk all about her new blog called Cultivating Luck with a Meticulous Marketing Strategy. Hey, Lori. Hey, Jesse. How are you doing? Doing great. Excited to get into this with you. So, Lori, your blog today is all about uh, those kind of business owners or people on marketing teams that wear multiple hats, and they kind of just need to figure out the direction that they're gonna go in for the next year or two. Can you tell me a little bit about that audience and kind of what are their main challenges when they look at you know a marketing plan uh, for the year ahead of them? Uh, well, I think the main challenge is what's gonna work for their particular target audience, right? Mm -hmm. And many of the people that we meet that are either business owners or even people that are in the marketing space don't have a clear vision of who they should be talking to, what's the opportunity, how to reach those people. And there's this old adage of, um, I know 50% of my marketing is working, but I just don't know which 50%. And that's pretty commonly heard around the marketing space. So right. you talked about how marketers can cultivate luck uh, by creating opportunities and, and being kind of prepared uh, for opportunities. Can you tell me a little bit more about that? Yeah, actually, so there's a blog that I read uh, pretty regularly called Seth's blog, and it's um, written by a guy named Seth Godin, who uh, is kind of a marketing guru, well-known in the marketing space. Um, and one of the things he was talking about in his blog was that, um, and I'm going to quote this, luck might not be a strategy, but setting yourself up to be lucky might be. So in other words, you can't sit around and just count on luck to grow your business, but you can set your business up to be able to take advantage of things when they come, uh, come to fruition or come by and be able to be aware that those are things that are going to help you produce some luck. So rather than thinking about luck as your strategy, your strategy should come first and then you're in a position to take advantage of the luck that does come your way, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's like that old formula for luck is uh, opportunity plus preparation equals yeah. luck. So you wrote in your blog about three strategies that can kind of help you cultivate luck. Uh, tell me about those. Yeah, so really good marketing is all about, is it's kind of the intersection of science and art and they both have to be working together to create great great marketing there are three strategies that i found over the course of my 30 years of doing this which i can't even believe i've been doing it that long but 30 years of doing this that i have found um, works really well and the first one is build a good team around you so surround yourself this is more from the people that are marketers in our audience but surround yourself with a team of professionals that are each good at, at different kinds of things. So I really like to hire people that I think are smarter than me in particular categories of marketing, because that's how I learn. That's how I can grow. Um, and I think learning and growing is critical in the marketing space. There's always something new going on. There's always 
a new way to to reach your audience and and approach your business. And so I like to surround myself with people that are really brilliant and really capable in their different disciplines, whether it's somebody who's a great copywriter, somebody who's a great social media guru, somebody who's a really good project manager. They can all bring the pieces together to form a great team. So that's the first thing I do is really try to surround myself with great people. The next thing um, to create luck is, you know, there, there needs to be framework around marketing. We start almost always with what we call a messaging framework. And a messaging framework is very similar to your branding document that you might have that says, these are your colors and these are your, this is how you use them. And these are the logos and this is how you use those. Very similar to that, but in the, in the content space. Um, and a lot of companies don't have um, what I'd call branding, a branding document for your content. Just, they mm -hmm. only have it for your visuals. So a messaging framework is that branding document for your content. And it talks about things like who is your core audience? Where is the opportunity? Um, what can you say about yourself that makes you unique or different than your competition? How do you prove that what you say about yourself you actually can deliver on? And so you have to come up with this, this document, this messaging framework, that that then becomes your structure. That's your that's the base of all of your marketing and anything that's created uh, from there on out uses that same base. So everything sounds like it's all one company and everything um, works well together as pieces together to create a whole campaign. Absolutely. I always think it's so crazy that uh, people live and die by their brand guidelines, all that visual content, and then they have no strategy for their messaging when really you know, the messaging is the heart of it. And then the design is, you know, just a cherry on top to, to you know, create that consistent look and feel. So I think that's a great way to kind of look at the messaging framework. It's so important to keep your brand consistent. I agree. We know that it's more beneficial to create a campaign with three or four different elements than to create a bunch of one-off elements. And even if that means that you can only do, say, four campaigns a year, maybe only once a quarter, because you're going to put all of those eggs into one basket, you're going to be more successful because those one-offs just, we don't see success coming from them. And my third strategy is to fill in your gaps. So it's really interesting to me. Everybody thinks they know how to do marketing. People will hire, you know, they'll hire an accountant, they'll hire a lawyer, they'll even hire a dog groomer. And yet they don't feel like they need to hire a marketing professional. Most of us in marketing have, you know, have studied this in school. Um, many, many have masters in business. Um, we've also been working through this field for many years and we've seen a lot of what works and what doesn't work. And again, it goes back to that, you know, cultivating luck. It's no longer lucky if you if a campaign hits, it's skill and you've hired somebody who has that skill. And if you think that you can do marketing without somebody to help you with your strategy or help you with your messaging or help you with your marketing plans and how to even go to market, then you're fooling yourself because it really is a discipline just like any other discipline in business that requires years of experience and knowledge.
So if you, the listener, would like to start cultivating luck for your business, schedule a brainstorm session with us uh, in the near future, and we can look at all those new opportunities, get your messaging down straight, help you with the messaging framework, and get you ready for that next year or two of your marketing plan. Well, thanks so much, Lori, for joining us. Thanks for having me.